So the big question is this, how are everyday, spiritually-minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business podcast. Hello, lovelies. It's Mona Lisa Andavia, and welcome to the Love, Light, and Business podcast. I'm recording today from my home studio, and I am just knee-deep in the middle of creating amazing new courses and products for you. Just a tease, I have a beautiful digital planner coming up for you, as well as a new course on monetizing your message and a few new services if you've been looking to work with me privately. I'm opening up a lot of that on Black Friday. I don't know if I was supposed to tease that. I, I don't remember exactly what's supposed to go on, but here on my podcast, you are all part of my community, and so you're going to be hearing that for those first little tidbits first. Um, but for today's podcast, I want to share a little bit with you about the topic of finding golden nuggets in the middle of contrast, in the middle of things that don't feel so good. So I want to give you an example of something that happened earlier this week with my husband and I. So, you know, we're new to Maui and we're trying to figure everything out and get our wellness team in order. And so one of the things that we had to do was schedule an optometrist appointment. So he had seen somebody when we were actually vacationing here a couple years ago. And so he was like, I'll just go back to this person. Turns out that optometrist had already left the island. Apparently that's pretty common here. And so we're like, okay, we'll just book at the same place and hopefully this person is good. And so what ends up happening, so first of all, I come along and I usually don't get my eyes checked because I have 20-20 vision and Michelangelo does not. So he's usually the one who goes, but I was like, oh, I might as well get something checked. Maybe I'll get blue light glasses or what have you. And so we're sitting in the waiting room and I feel, I see the optometrist come out and my first instinct, my first intuition was, I hope that's not the only optometrist. Like, I hope there's somebody else back there. That was just like my, it was like a quick instant reaction. Okay. I didn't say anything to Michelangelo. And then we go, you know, he does his, his tests or whatever. And then I do mine. I have my appointment. We both have it. And then what ends up happening is later on, I look at the invoice and there's all of these really weird things in there that should not have been there. And so long story short, I had to go through and call insurance and do a bunch of things, a lot of extra work that I didn't have to do because they were kind of like putting things in there that shouldn't have been in there, basically long story short. And so that created, right, a lot more work for me than I wanted to do. And, and my husband, you know, I mentioned this to my husband, I was like, this is a nightmare. Like I, this is not how I wanted to experience going to an optometrist. Like I'm always about finding really aligned practitioners and really going on a hunt for people who are resonating with me and being in optimal environments. And so this was different to be under the care of somebody and to be in the environment of somebody who was a, felt a little sketchy. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't like that, you know? And what Michelangelo told me, he was like, you know, when I saw him, my first gut reaction, my intuition was telling me that, you know, I, I hope that this isn't our optometrist and there's someone else back there. He said the same exact thing that I said in my head. 
And I was like, wow, both of our gut reactions, both of our intuitions were telling us, turn around and walk out the door. Okay. And neither of us said anything in that moment. And I'm not making him wrong. I'm making me wrong. But looking back, I mean, this this is a relatively small thing. It was it was a relatively small thing compared to other in other areas, things that could happen if we didn't use our intuition and, and both of our guidance was so strong, right? But in this instance, it's a pretty, it's a pretty small thing. And what I took from this, instead of being like, oh, this well, there was a lot of this sucks and complaining and all of that. Like I'm human. I was like, this is awful. I can't believe this, blah, blah. But what I was able to dial back and go, I am really appreciative of the fact that we had this conversation and you told me that your intuition was telling you something about this optometrist and my intuition was telling me something about this optometrist and that now in the future, we we hopefully have permission and, and just not just permission, that's not the right word, but that we have we both take initiative to say when something doesn't feel right, even if it's small. Because I believe in that moment, I overrode it because I was like, oh, it's not a big deal. I already went here. We made this appointment. We drove all the way out here. We're already sitting here. Like, I'm not going to leave. But now, looking back at that, you know, I would probably say to Michelangelo, I don't feel great about this. No matter how big, no matter how small, like I will, I will speak up now at, at those little nudges. And I'm empowering him to do the same. And so I am grateful for this opportunity to show me there's like always listen to your intuition. And sometimes I think as a highly sensitive woman and as, you know, like I, I definitely don't, it's like, it doesn't feel comfortable to just get up and walk out of somewhere, but I'm all for doing that if, if it doesn't feel good. And even more so now, and even more so if I would have said that, and Michelangelo was like, Oh, I I feel the same way. I'm out of there, right? If he was like, well, I I actually feel great about it, then I would be like, okay, maybe maybe that's just me, right? And Michelangelo is um in the human design, he's a manifester, and he has like his like his gut really built out. Whereas I don't have mine, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll I'll sit on this, but I wouldn't necessarily leave right away. But in the instance where both of us instantly had a reaction of this isn't good, now we're like, I'm out of here. And so I I urge you to do the same thing in your own life. Well, one, yes, I, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here when I say listen to your intuition, those small nudges, those big nudges. But also when you have a challenging situation, I really want you to stop and think for a second. Like what what is the goal in here? What's the lesson in here for me that I can that I can use in the future. And this is an exercise that I use with a lot of my private clients. And it's like, I call it, I believe, find the golden nuggets, right? We do this every every year, every new year. That's coming up. This might be an exercise you want to do. You really just look back at your past year and you say, what are some of those really challenging times? And what actually is that hidden lesson, that hidden gold that I'm getting from this? Okay. And this isn't about sugarcoating things that have gone wrong. This isn't about trying to put a band-aid on things that go wrong. I'm not about that either, right? This was an awful situation and like I just it wasn't great. And looking at it, I wish that I wouldn't wasn't in this situation, but I wouldn't have taken it back and I don't regret it because of the lesson in it. Okay? And so I I urge you to do the same thing. Look in your life where you can 
lean into something that looks more challenging and find that golden nugget so it didn't happen for nothing. Okay. All right. That is all I have for you today as far as the podcast. As I mentioned, I have some amazing new offers coming up. Um, by the Actually, the time I'm recording this, I might have already released that information. So if you have received, oh, I'm so glad I can talk about this now, actually. If you have received my catalog of my new services and my new products, oh my goodness, girl, it what is in there is my heart and my soul and all of the things that I would like wish I could tell you for at this point in my career. And I have been in this industry now for over nine years, nine, almost 10. Like I, when I realized that I was like counting back and I was like, oh my gosh, it's really been over nine years. And what I've created now is different than anything I've created in the past. I love my past programs. There's a lot of things that I really love and support of things I've done in the past. But what I'm offering for Black Friday in this catalog is new and amazing. And it's just, I think, coming from a different place now. The world has changed so much lately. And I, I'm really excited to offer you everything in here. So if you have the catalog, take a look print it out, have fun with it. I wanted it to be a fun interactive experience back, bringing you back to those days when we did have catalogs. So flip through it, have fun. And I hope to see you in one of the courses or services. All right. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I hope that this has served you. I will see you on the next episode of the Love, Light and Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love, Light, and Business podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more intuitive, introverted, and empath women and lightworker bosses just like you who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journeys. Thank you so much and love and light.